This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Try by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we're doing a lightning round. Yeah. Our first ever. Yeah, I kind of like this idea. Yeah, I love it. Who thought oh. of this? Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just goes to show you, after two years of this podcast, we're still just coming up with fresh ideas yeah. and content yes. constantly. Oh, man. You got to keep it fresh. Wow. For the listeners. Give them what they want. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't even know. I guess we had just watched a couple shows, and there's just so much shit constantly on netflix Mm -hmm. and not a lot of other channels but netflix is constantly producing new stuff yeah let's just do a bunch of them at once right Uh, most of the shows we're going to talk about today are shorter pilots that didn't really warrant their own episode of trial by pilot we probably could have done one on i'm not okay with this yeah Uh, i think we were hopeful that we could do one on bruce brothers and then we watched it and we were like yeah, we can't fill an We maybe could have this. done one, but it's hard enough for like half an hour sitcoms on network TV to like have a lot to talk about. So yeah. like some of these shows are very very short. Right. Um, I am not okay with this. Which maybe we'll start talking about that one. The the first episode was like nineteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it was so short. So we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about Bruise Brothers, a sitcom on Netflix. We're going to talk about Midnight Gospel, an animated series on Netflix, and we'll maybe talk a little bit about The Last Dance, which is a ESPN slash Netflix documentary about the 90s Bulls. Yeah. Chicago Bulls. Which is, I mean, right up my alley. <laughs> You're loving it. I, I actually am loving it. I do love it. <laughs> uh, so let's start with I Am Not Okay With This. This is actually also the first episode of our podcast where I don't have a big ass thing of notes in front of me. Yeah, we literally just watched it. I had watched it once before because my brother recommended Mm -hmm. it to me. um, And one night you were doing something, I don't know, doing virtual board gaming. And I... That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, So I watched it on my own and I was like, ah, this could be good for the podcast. So I'm going to like stop watching it. Um, So I just watched it again with you. Yeah, and this... Stars. Do you remember her name? Mm-mm. It is Sophia Lillis. Okay, what else is she in? So she's very familiar looking to me, and I know she's not the girl who played Annie in the original Annie film. Okay, that's, she does that's true. <laughs> I can't remember her name. A real leap there by Elizabeth. <laughs> um, so she was the younger version of Amy Adams' character in Sharp Objects. Oh. That's why I know her. That's why I know her too, but she's also been like a leading actress in the It remake. Okay, I didn't the, see the that. The horror movies and in Gretel and Hansel, which was a horror movie that came out last year. I didn't see that either. Um, that Actually, I just watched the Red Letter Media, a review of something else, but they talked a lot about Gretel and Hansel and 
they really liked it. They said, you know, the script was okay, but the visuals were fantastic and the acting was really good. Yeah. And she's like the lead in that. She's, oh, okay. she's Gretel. So yeah, I had heard about, I am not okay with this when I guess, I guess when Netflix started advertising for it a couple months back, mm -hmm. but then since it started, I haven't heard a ton of buzz around it. I know, yeah. I know a few people that have watched it, but I haven't heard it. Haven't heard a lot. I liked it. Yeah, I did too. Um, like I said, it was super short, um, but it's based around this teenage girl who is, I don't know if they say 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Um, her father committed suicide a year ago after she moved to this new town in Pennsylvania and she's narrating the whole thing, mm -hmm. which I, d I usually don't like, but didn't bother me in this. I liked it in this. Yeah. I liked it because I think I also liked her tone. Like, it really helped set the tone. Uh, yes. Um, and her delivery, like, wasn't, I don't know. It just felt like she was still so true to character Yeah. in it while she was narrating Yeah, maybe, th maybe that's why. Maybe I just don't see a lot of stuff done well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true to character, I think, is good. Because, you know, the narration felt exactly how she would be talking to, like, herself or mm -hmm. her diary. It, it starts off with the first line of narration is, like, Dear Diary... Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's right. <laughs> I knew it had the word fucking it. Yeah. Like her guidance counselor encouraged her to keep a diary. And basically I think that's what we're getting is her diary entries. Right. Then like the scenes. Right. Surrounding that. And so she has a best friend who is like popular and athletic, which she is not, but she's she, clearly in love with her. Right. Right. But she moved to the town the same time she did. Um, what, what's her character's name? Sydney. Sid, yeah. everyone calls her, yeah. right? So they became good friends anyway. And in the pilot episode, Sid finds out that her best friend has a crush on and is like now dating or going to homecoming with like the jock from her class who's a total douchebag. Right, yeah. Like super stereotypical douchebag. He makes some joke in like sex ed class, mm -hmm. which the sex ed scene, there's just like nine diagrams on the board of like a dick. And <laughs> like a flask Yeah. And the science teacher is like going over in detail how you get an erection and keep it like no high school, like sophomore or junior sex ed class is going into that much detail. I don't know. Maybe they are. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I had sex ed, but it seemed like it was kind of put there for somewhat comedic purposes. Are you going to edit that out? So it's, you edit out the word Ed. So it sounds like it's been a long time since I've had sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am now. Um, no, this is a comedy podcast and that's a little bit too real. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Casey's not here to reel us in. Uh, so... As the three of them are sitting in this diner and she's like finding out all this that like her best friend and probable crush yeah. uh, is going to prom with this douchebag. She's just like, we're getting the narration of like how much she hates this situation and like... It's getting just, much like, more like intense. Yeah. yeah. And she says something about like, just like shut up. I just want to smash your face in. And suddenly the guy gets a nosebleed. Yeah. Right away. And then and he's like not cool about it at all. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, and what was the second thing that happened? She was like picking these zits on her thighs. Oh yeah. In the bathroom. And the, the tub was dripping 
and it was like bothering her. She's trying to like concentrate on this, and then she goes, "Just stop!" And it just like stopped tripping. Yeah, and we have a scene with her and her little brother. Uh, the mom is a waitress, mm-hmm. so her and the little brother are probably home alone a lot at night. Yeah, and so you know she's she's watching him. They go out and get hot dogs at uh, convenience store. convenience store. And he's talking about like how some kid was bullying somebody else in his class and he thinks he's going to get bullied next. And he's, he shows her a drawing of like some superhero suit that he's going to like wear, make and wear. Yeah. And it's got like spikes on the fists and the spikes are like all bloody. It's like <laughs> implying like he wants to like kill this kid. Yeah. But she like just thinks it's really cool. I mean, I got the impression that he just like had like a big like, you know, fantasy, like a big imagination. Yeah. Um, was really good at drawing clearly. Um. And liked superheroes. Yeah. That, that, it was just like very graphic, bloody yeah. spikes coming off of the gloves of the yeah. suit. And so the mom gets home that night and she's like drinking wine on the couch while they're both watching TV. And Sid like finally opens up a tiny, tiny bit after right. a year. Like, oh yeah, you know, I went to the guidance counselor. She said, I need an outlet. She's like, an outlet for what? It's like, she's um, like, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, and it's like. They never talk about the dad committing suicide. Like, they haven't yeah. spoken about it one time. And so she finally starts to open up a little bit. And she's like, I just feel like everyone I love doesn't love me back. And the mom says, well, maybe you shouldn't aim so high. Yeah. Not like, even looking at, like, such a terrible thing to say. Yeah. I, I, I was trying to think of it like, oh, maybe she thought that she was talking about, like, crushes. She probably did. But regardless, what a regardless, bitchy thing to say. Regardless, it's a shitty thing to say. And, like, that's... I think she was talking about that. And she was also talking about her dad and her mom. Like, right, right. <laughs> And so she goes upstairs and, you know, we get some narration again. And then the it ends with some, like, plaster on the wall behind her just, like, snapping and breaking. Yeah. So she has some supernatural abilities. Yeah psychokinesis or whatever. Oh, there's also her neighbor, Stanley. Oh yeah. From down the street. Who's just a weird guy. Just like a weird dude. Probably has like a little crush on Sid. Yeah. He calls her up and like, they don't even talk. They just like listen to some music that he wanted her to listen to. The soundtrack was really good. Yeah, it was for the pilot. Um, good soundtrack. Uh, he, he was, he was, he was cool. He was good. Um, yeah, that's, so 19 minutes, there's not much else to say about the plot. Right. Um, but it was good. It was, you know, they like dipped your toe into like this, like supernatural stuff, which I'm sure will like become a bigger thing right. in the next episode. How many episodes have you watched? You know, now that we started, I, maybe I've watched two, but it was a while ago. It was like a few weeks ago and I didn't go back to it cause I thought we were going to, I didn't want to get too into it if we were going to do it for this. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember, but there's one scene that I like, as we were just talking, I was like, wait, I must've watched the second episode because I don't remember <laughs> it. So, but I don't know if I finished it or not. So I'm sure that will play a bigger part, but it was even with the supernatural stuff, it just like felt, I don't know. It felt nice. Like it felt like grounded in yeah. reality like a yes. real world all the characters were like good characters like the guy stanley was like this weird dude yeah but felt real i love you her know, and her sid, little brother yeah yeah you yeah. know sid felt like an angsty teen mm-hmm. like maybe like played up a little bit but felt real yeah um you know like 
popping the pimples on her thighs and everything yeah. and all her narration. I mean, the mom was like a little over the top, like distant bitchy mom, but I'm sure that's a real thing too. Yeah. Um, I mean, her husband killed herself in her basement and they're still living there and she yeah. waitresses for a living, which is not an easy job. And she has two kids. So yeah, yeah um. I, that's probably accurate, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I would, uh, I would recommend checking it out. I don't know how many episodes it is. I don't remember. It's probably eight or 10, but I think they're all super short. I think they're yeah. all like 20 minute episodes. Yeah. Um, so it's probably something easy to binge if you end up liking the first episode or two. Yeah. Uh, do you think it'll get a second season? I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what they were going for with it. I yeah. think I, based off the pilot, I would say yes. That's our show. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I would say yes. Because um, I thought it was really good. And I'm certainly going to watch it again. Yeah. If it wasn't intended to be a miniseries, which I don't think it was, then I'll say yes as well. I think that this actress, Sophia Lillis, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, is like a big enough face now. Yeah. Where like if you have her on a, sh- on a show, it'll probably get yeah, picked up again. Yeah, she's really good. She was really good, yeah. How old is she? Do you know? Um, I can find out very well. I mean, she plays easily. young very well. I wonder how old she she's really 18. is. She's 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. She's five feet tall. She probably did play Annie at some point in her <laughs> life. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on to, what do you want to talk about? Midnight Gospel or Bruce Brothers? Um, you pick. Well, let's talk about Bruce Brothers. All right. All right, why did we watch this crap? Well, we watched it because I have a big crush on Mike Tassel. Castle. Oh, sorry, Mike Castle. His Instagram name his, is Bike Tassel. His Instagram name is Bike Tassel. <laughs> <laughs> He's married to Lauren Lapkus, and I think that's the only reason I like know who he is, because I haven't ever seen him in anything. But I really like them together. And like, so I follow both of them, and I think they talk really nicely about each other and i think they're both really funny and like endearing and i just kind of have a crush on him and her and whatever (laughs) so (laughs) i was like so excited that he had a project that i was gonna get to see him act and i really wanted to see the you know and it was about beer and i thought oh this is perfect i have a crush on him and it's about (laughs) beer let's do it yeah i think i think i had heard of this before like Lauren or Mike even mentioned it because oh, I really? saw that it was about a, a sitcom about a brewery. Yeah. Um, a brewer? A brewer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I, I follow Lauren Lapkus too. I don't, I don't really, I don't know much about uh, her husband or follow him, but I think Lauren's funny. I listen to a lot of podcasts with her on it. Um, but man, this show was not funny. No. At all. It really was not. The writing was so bad. Uh, I, the the acting was like fine. It was hard to tell because none of the jokes were funny. Yeah, everything just felt so stilted to me. Yeah. And like set up and um, I don't know. It had a vibe of like, I'm trying to compare it to a show. It seems so, like kind of low budget. Yeah. In a way, sure. right? And and I don't mean that like in a bad way, but like yeah. just comparing it to shows like um 
the league it had a similar feel to the league and yes. that guy from the league was in it so i thought oh maybe they're connected in some way they are oh okay some, some i don't remember exactly now but like the creators of the league created this like okay. s- someone involved behind the scenes of the league was behind the scenes of this show so they are somehow connected okay. um and that's what i was gonna say is this show feels like the league's later seasons or like if the league was still running this felt like the yes. league, like the comedy yeah. that would be in the league season 15. Right. You know? It's like, just stop now. Right, right, exactly. You yeah. don't have anything else to say. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't know if I watched all of the league, but I watched a bunch of seasons of it. Like I watched two or three. And, and I watched at least that, that many, point, probably like, more. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I mean, the league had some great characters. Right. Great characters. I mean, fucking Nick Kroll was in it. Jason Manzoukas was in it. Mm-hmm. It also had some characters that were really never that funny, but were carried by all of the really funny yeah. people around them. And some funny writing. But then as the seasons progressed, the writing got a little bit more stale and more repetitive. And by and the like end... And like some stuff just over the top. Like storylines sure, were sure. just so stupid. Yeah. And so this feels like that descent just kept going and now this is mm-hmm. where they're at. Okay, yeah, that's a good way to put it. In terms it. of writing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There were like maybe a couple things. I remember something from one of the previews where Mike is wearing a hat or something or a vest mm-hmm. and he's like oh you know he says something and one of the women the bartender is like oh are you doing that to try to look more like woody from toy story there was like some like little joke in one of the yeah. previews i was like all right that's that's funny they made fun of his like dress um a few times i think they like called him um because he dresses like a like a hipster who's trying way too hard and like yeah what did they call him Ah, shit. I can't remember. It's some show. I think you watched it. I don't know. I want to say, like, not Westworld. Maybe Westworld. Oh, maybe. I don't remember, though. Maybe. I don't know. It looked like a newsie. (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) There was... Well, okay. Let's just get into the like the plot here. Like, the the main storyline here is they both have to, like... So, well, we don't even know who they are. Okay. There's there's this one guy who is a brewer. Okay. He has a brewery. It doesn't do great. He has a brother who comes back and they are rivals, basically. Um, they got had a huge falling out over brewing beer when they were younger. And the one brother who's played by Mike Castle moved away to like Portland, like to be a hipster, a beer snob. Right. And he comes back. And tries to like run this brewery with his brother, basically help save the brewery because it doesn't, it's not doing that well. Yeah. So then they have this beer distributor coming in and they really want to impress him. So they compete and brew a beer. They each brew a beer. The one he chooses to distribute happens to have been pissed in by the other brother. So now they have (laughs) to recreate the beer that he chooses by pissing in this beer. It's so stupid. This is the entire premise of the pilot. It's yes. all about piss. It's, it's like, all about pissing into beer. And I just like didn't <laughs> like, you know, like I didn't like, I, you're not supposed to like the character of, you know, Mike Castle's character. Right. But I didn't like it in a way that like wasn't good. No, no, yeah, you can. There's a lot of characters on television now that you're not supposed to like, but are good. Right. This was not good. <laughs> this wasn't good. 
This it was is, just, he wasn't the anti-hero of yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and we, and we it actually, was just dumb. There's a lot going on, and they're introducing all these characters that are like either trying to see what's going to stick, like what's going to be funny, but like none right. of them are funny. Like they have a food truck pull up to the brewery every day, and the couple that works in the food truck are like constantly naked and having sex in the food truck, and yeah, like farting on the food and stuff. Like there's like a toilet in the thing. It's like you're not Jason Manzuka. Right, right, right. Yes. So <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And we actually ended up watching a second episode because again, you know, it was a short one. You were excited to have to watch this Wait, one. We did. We did. Oh, we did. Okay. Right after the first. Okay. Um, and it didn't get any better. It was no, no. after the second one. I was like, okay, this, this show's bad. So <sighs> bummer. Yeah. A show, about a that. show with your crush, a show about a brewery and it just didn't, yeah. didn't do it. Um, Sounds good on paper. I did see someone posting one of my beer groups on Facebook like criticizing something they said about the Belgian beer jokes that they were making were like completely inaccurate. Like, I know. Who cares? I, don't, I mean, like, I don't fucking care about that if it's, if the show's funny, <laughs> but it wasn't funny either. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, who cares? But like that also just kind of goes to show that like little to no effort was put into this script right whatsoever right like they're like oh let's make this show about like a cool brewer like a down-to-earth brewer and then like a super hipster beer snob and like let's just make that a show and then they did but like none of them know anything about any of it right right (laughs) so there was now i'm remembering there was one scene where the one brother has like a thing of hops out and the other brother mike castle's character picks up and like starts to sniff it and He's like, oh, Cascade, or whatever he says. And the other guy's like, actually, it's Columbus. He's like, mm, I'm pretty sure it's Cascade. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's really kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I don't, re- I don't recommend it. I no. don't think it'll get a second season. No. Midnight Gospel. <laughs> what a fucking journey this show was. So this is an animated series that is created by the same guy. His name is Pendleton Ward, who created... Adventure Time, which is on, I believe, Cartoon Network. It's an incredibly popular show. It's been running for a long time. It's still on? I think so. I think we watched that in college or something. That was probably the last time I ever watched it. Who's in Adventure Time? Like, who are the characters? Is that the one with, like, the cup? Am I thinking Um, of the right... uh, Finn and Jake. He's, like, a, a kid with, like, a weird white hat and Jake the dog and oh. Princess Bubblegum and... I don't think I ever watched it. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a kids show. I actually I watched a bunch of it. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I didn't like, I didn't watch it religiously or anything. But I have watched a bunch of it, a couple seasons probably, and it was good. And so this is that same guy doing like an adult show, and it's like a fucking weird acid trip. Yes, it's very trippy. Which I think was intentional. Oh, totally. I, I think everything we say about the show is intentional. Like, whether you liked it or didn't like it, right. I, I think yes. wh- whatever you have to th- say about it was intentional. Like, I think they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I think he knew what his vision was for the show. I have to say that, like, when we sat down to watch it, I was kind of in a bad mood, and you were just like, oh, we're going to sit... Like, I thought we were going to sit down and watch a show that we watch, and then you just, like, put this cartoon on, and I was like, what the fuck? All right, cool. He didn't even ask me what I wanted to watch. Now we're watching this 
dumbass cartoon. And so I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> sort of paying attention, like, pissed off about it. And Bill's like, <laughs> looks at me and he's like, um, are you paying attention? This is for the podcast. I'm like, what? It is? Like, I had no idea. I didn't even know what it was called. So then I started taking notes. So I was kind of like, I, I had no idea what the fuck was going on so i like, knew nothing about the show going into it so it took me a while to like get settled into even watching it where i was yeah. like what the fuck is this well well i did that because we had just talked about like how we were just gonna watch a bunch of shit netflix yeah. shows to do a lightning round um but with that said i knew it was for the podcast and i felt the same way like it took me a while like the first i don't even like the first half of the episode i, I was like in a weird like fucking fugue state i was like not sure if i was supposed to be like watching this insane stuff on the screen or if i was supposed to be listening to the dialogue yeah because they're so disparate and yes. I, that was intentional too right but um, i didn't re- even realize that at first i was like <laughs> wait who's this character so it sound it, it took me a while like I, so I wrote down, I, these are my notes, I don't like this animation. Because I didn't really like this animation. It felt weird to me to watch. Which is why I think it's probably something you're supposed to watch while you're high. Or It probably helps. Yeah. Um, and then I said, do they just ha- have run on conversations about nothing and then the animation is done around it? And I said, this guy's in a simulator? <laughs> I don't even know what that was about. I said, is this a therapy session? So it's basically like a zombie apocalypse going on while they're having a therapy session. Well. But then I realized it was like an interview. Yeah. It so, sounded like it was like a podcast interview. Yes. So the, the premise of the show, which maybe you missed at the very beginning, this cartoon guy who's like all pink is traveling to all of these different worlds through this simulator that looks like a giant vagina. And he sticks his head into the simulator and then he like travels to all these worlds that are dying. And he interviews someone on that world for his podcast called Midnight Gospel. Okay. And so it's really strange though when you actually do start to listen because I think the first episode was, is with uh, Drew Pinsky. Yeah. And so they're talking about, you know, legalizing marijuana and acid trips and all this stuff in like a very like down to earth for the most part. Mm-hmm. as down to earth as that could be conversation while this fucking weird animation is going on. Yeah. Drew Pinsky's voice. He's voicing the president of this world who is also just like a baby, a, a baby <laughs> who is like gun toting and like shooting all these zombies as yeah. they're moving around the white house. As he's just like, I mean, picture like Dr. Drew. I mean, we've all seen Dr. Drew on something and like, the way he talks, picture that while he's just like this like little animated baby. And I, <laughs> I was like watching, I was like, wait, I also didn't know that it was going to be like different people each time. I'm like, Dr. Drew agreed to do this. <laughs> like he's acting in that. Like I didn't get it at first. It took yeah. me a long time to really understand what was going on. Uh, it's so weird though, because like 95% of the dialogue is like an interview between these two people. And it sounds like, it sounds like they had an interview in real life and then just r- drew some weird shit. Yes, I think that's exactly what happened. But the other 5% of the dialogue is like scripted for the animation. Like I think I, they went back in. 
Maybe. I think they went back in and maybe. were like, let's like pepper these like actual things so you know like what's going on. Yeah, maybe that like, makes sense. To like sort of tie it together. But I think that it was just a conversation. They're like, let's just, all right, let's have him <laughs> fucking be a baby because that'll be funny. I mean, the thing that actually like ingratiated me to the show a little bit was when Dr. Drew as a little baby... <laughs> It was like they were sitting around a campfire and he's like, Ooh, I'm cold. And like the guy was like, Oh, come here. And like he and Dr. Drew as a baby are spooning next to the fire while they're still oh, yeah. having this conversation. And that like re- made me chuckle. Like I thought that was like kind of funny. And there were a couple things that I found funny, but mostly it was like not my thing. I didn't like any of the animation. Like I wouldn't watch. Uh, an animated zombie apocalypse show. Yeah. So I was like, Ugh. well, so I watched one more episode of this. Okay. Since we watched it. And so obviously it's not all about the zombie apocalypse. Every world right. they go to is like a different thing happening in the world, mm-hmm. like blows up at the end. Yeah. The animation is, I don't even know what style. I mean, it's like psychedelic. Yeah. Kind of. Um, like in the second episode, also this this guy who is traveling to all these worlds through the simulator takes on a different form every time and so in the second episode he's like this uh, pink guy with a chicken head and when he drops into this world he drops onto these giant like dog monsters but they have giant antlers and so Mm -hmm. he like gets impaled on the two antlers and so the person he interviews is the dog monster creature thing and he's like on the antlers the entire time interviewing them as they're being like transported to the city to go to slaughter <laughs> um oh it's clowns, clowns. It's, a, it's a clown okay. city that's just like slaughtering the dogs and the entire time they're talking about um death and acceptance and uh, I, I i don't think it's a bad show i think it's no i don't think it's a bad show i either. think i think both the premise and the execution are really interesting I don't necessarily know if it's my thing. I'm just like yeah. not that deep of a person that I want to hear or think about some of the topics that they probably discuss. Um, especially with you're this... not comfortable with your emotions. Right, right. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> but like, I had to make a decision while I was watching the second episode because I after that after watching the first one, I did think about it a little bit. Yeah. And so I made like a conscious decision, like whether or not I was going to be watching it or listening to it. And so I tried to mm. listen to it more. Okay. But then I felt like I was missing part of the show. Sure. Cause then you're just essentially listening to a podcast. Right. Because I, I was, I was watching the animation, but it, man, it's actually really strange when they're so disparate because your brain just like divides the two yes. and yeah. I'm watching it, but I'm not really taking it in and I'm just listening. It's, it's strange. Yeah. I have to say, like, one of the things that I I think I didn't like about it or maybe made me uncomfortable was, like, hearing two people drone on and navel gaze while the apocalypse is going on (laughs) just, like, magnifies how annoying we all are. (laughs) That's I was just like, there's a fucking apocalypse going on and you guys are talking about like, like, I, I don't know. It, there was just so much like, well, I do this and the, like uh, overthinking and analyzing. And yeah, I was like, it, those two things, it made me uncomfortable. I was like, God, I hope I don't sound like this when I'm talking to people about <laughs> shit, you know, like how important, like trying to sound so important or something. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, like, made me a little uncomfortable. But would you, would you, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, in the second episode, he's talking to an author, I believe, and at some point, she references her husband, who I guess was sitting in on the interview, or they were all together, and so he just, like, jumps in with, like, one little thing, and then they animate him into the show. Right. Like, like he's, like, another dog creature now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. What were you going to say? I was going to say, would you compare the anime and this is like off of memory would you like compare the animation to like peter max a little bit i don't know i mean i would just compare it to adventure time but if you don't know what that animation yeah, I don't know style that really. is um i mean it's not that i don't like peter max it's just that like that seemed to be like maybe it was like inspired by that maybe like, just maybe. like the colors and yeah some of the forms and stuff yeah i mean like but it wasn't enjoyable for me to watch that the way like I like to watch Big Mouth or something, where it's just like more. <laughs> well, you don't watch that. You don't watch that for like the art art of the animation, you know. No, but like it's at least like my brain can process it. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll watch anymore. I'm fine if I don't. But I think it's an. I think it's an intriguing concepts for a show and yeah. there's probably some interesting conversations maybe i would look up like who does he interview in the future episodes yeah and like pick something that i think i would be interested in you yeah. know because doing drugs doesn't really interest me to talk about that and then like to talk about death yeah. i'm not really comfortable right. with just personally so maybe if i maybe if i saw that they were talking about something else that intrigued me i don't, I don't know maybe yeah i don't know maybe after after talking about this with you now it made me think like maybe i would give another episode a chance just to see what the different episodes are yeah but it's certainly not something mm. i would seek out it's just like not my personal taste and it was a little bit weird yeah oh, and yeah. i don't mind conversations like that like listening to it like a podcast yeah um i like kind of like a long form interview podcast. It's like a lot of what I listen to. Right. So, but I, I don't know. But you don't need to watch strange animation about some psychedelic world ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what is this extra stuff? Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. I mean, if you, if you know what this is and you're interested in watching it, you probably already know if you don't, then you're probably not fucking strange enough to, <laughs> want to watch this because it's pretty weird yeah i mean it is on netflix though so it's not like you're like that interesting if you watch it like it's available to everybody no no i didn't it's not mean like that. this like underground thing no no i didn't mean that oh okay. um i'm just saying like if you haven't heard of it or you like don't watch it or you're like oh i don't like cartoons like you're not gonna like this right because did you it's, say that like like susan yeah <laughs> i don't like cartoons <laughs> Then you're not going to like Midnight Gospel. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought of Susan while we watched this. I was like, oh my God, Susan would hate this. Um, but it's one of the more unique shows we've seen recently. It just reminded me of something that would be like on like super, just something about it reminded me of college, like being up super late and like watching like whatever they play at two o'clock in the morning on Cartoon <laughs> Network. Oh. Where you're just kind of yeah, like, yeah, sure. you're like kind of like drunk and you're eating like Tostitos and you're like, what the fuck? I guess I'll go to bed. Like... <laughs> You could afford Tostitos in college? Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so the last show we're going to talk about, probably briefly, is The Last Dance, 
which is a sports documentary series about the Chicago Bulls sixth NBA championship. And I believe it was 1998 and it was produced by ESPN and Netflix. It's on ESPN right now. So when this podcast comes out, it's on ESPN and I think it comes to Netflix in June or July. They said, oh, okay. Yeah. So they're, they're doing it live on ESPN now and then they'll bring it to Netflix. Cool. So we watched the first two episodes. Did we watch this the same night that we watched that cartoon? We were like, let's just put something else on. I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh. Um, but anyway, Elizabeth, you really have never watched any basketball in your entire life. No, that's not true. I didn't watch it on TV. I did go to basketball games. And I we talked about this before that like if I had to choose a sport that I would like to watch, it's basketball. Yeah. I went to a lot of college games with my dad. I went to like a lot of high school games. Um, I've never been to like an NBA game and I didn't I don't like watching sports on TV. Yeah. It's just so boring. I like glaze over. Um, But basketball is like exciting. And I have a lot of fond memories of like going to the rack and like, you know. Did you like follow the games when you were there? Like, did you pay attention to them? A little bit. Like if something exciting was going on. But I certainly like, so my sister Mary would go for like the players. Like she had her favorite player and I think his name was Pete Marcotte. He was short. Um, Played for Rutgers. And, like, we, you know, she, like, had her favorite favorites and actually, like, followed the games. But, like, me, I would, like, watch a little bit. And then I would, like, eat some nachos. And, like, you know, I wasn't super into sports. I, but I'm just, I'm just saying that to say, Let's like, see how many times Elizabeth will reference tortilla chips this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the night is still young. Um... Yeah, I was just going to say, because my experience with you and sports is going to football games when we were younger and you would not watch any of the game and then going to baseball games when we were a little bit older. High school games. I was always in the pep band. (laughs) You fell for it. I just wanted you to admit that. Oh, yeah. Nerd. Um, Um, Excuse me. In our high school, being in the pep band was very cool. Yeah, I bet. Um, (laughs) And then going to baseball games where you would bring a book. Yeah, I brought a book to a baseball game. Yeah, and then you would just read a book and almost get hit with foul balls. I almost got hit with it. That happened one time. (laughs) It's not that, like, it's just, I don't know. (laughs) Listen, I I know exactly what's going on in baseball. It's just so long and boring. It's very rare that there's like a super exciting thing to watch. I'm just like, I get it. I can, I can look down and I can look up and know what's going on. Yeah. Football, I will never understand what's going on. I will never understand what's going on in the field. There's, it's complicated rules to me. I don't understand how the entire country understands this game. It's not that complicated. You just have to try just a tiny, we, tiny bit, which you never have. Remember? <laughs> no, I did. Remember we had like, um, you drew me a diagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the different positions? With the different positions. And it was hanging on our fridge because one fall I was like, I'm going to get into football this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I never did. Um, but I like um, like a fall game, like outside and like getting hot chocolate and nachos. <laughs> <laughs> nachos. <laughs> um, yeah. The past, I don't know, the past year at least, I have barely watched any sports at all. Yeah. I, 10 years ago, I watched 
every single NFL game like that you could. So mm-hmm. I would watch for nine hours on Sunday. I would watch Monday nights, Thursday nights. I would watch basketball. I would watch baseball, tennis, some golf. Yeah, you like, watched every. I watched a lot of fucking sports, as a lot of like people in their mid twenties, guys in their mid twenties do. Yeah. Um, Man, when I was in college, I would watch every fucking Yankees game. I would get home from work really late. And like, even if it was a night game, like a West Coast game, I would stay up from 10 to one o'clock in the morning and watch yeah. every Yankees game. When I was a kid, so I mean, baseball, basketball, football, I was basic yeah. white guy, middle class suburbia. I liked baseball, basketball and football. Right. But when I was in like middle school, it was basketball. In the mm-hmm. 90s when the Bulls were really good. I, I like the Knicks too because that's the local local yeah. team. But, you know, I grew up watching Michael Jordan and I still think he's the best player of all time. So I wanted to watch this. And just, just watching old clips of him was, it's just, I don't know. I just get so much enjoyment out of it. Like it just, yeah. it just does something. Like to see someone who is... I mean, you can argue LeBron James is the best or maybe some old guys. You can't really compare eras, whatever. Mm -hmm. But to see someone who is the best ever to do something Mm -hmm. and to see his drive and competitiveness. And I mean, our friends that listen know what a competitive person I am. I used to be even more competitive than I am now. Especially when you were really into sports. Yeah, for sure. We used to have to ban board games. Remember we had to ban board games? Yeah. Well, that was partly my fault, partly Kate's fault. (laughs) The game was taboo, by the way, guys. (laughs) But just to see someone like at the absolute fucking apex and to be like the supreme competitor is just so cool to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I don't know. You tell me, isn't it like a little bit intoxicating to see the way he handled himself during those games? No, it is. And I, and I remember, I just like, I had no context because I had no like interest in sports. Um, but I remember like that era, like I remember Michael Jordan, like I knew who the fuck like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were and Dennis Rodman. Like that was just like, that was our youth. And so it was cool to watch it. Like, I think I mentioned when we were watching, I'm like, it's funny when they're showing these things, like to me, they all look good. And you were like, no, 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 <laughs> watch him. And like, he, it, I mean, it is, it is crazy. Like, I just don't pay that close attention to anything. So I like, I would never would have paid that close attention to the skill. Cause it's like, well, I can never fucking do that. They're all good. <laughs> they're in the NBA. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he's like pretty incredible, but just exerting his will over everybody else I, I, yeah. I can't wait until we get to the actual finals oh man well it's funny <laughs> so I'm super proud of myself that I'm like enjoying this sports show <laughs> <laughs> so I like messaged my siblings I was like oh are you guys is anyone else watching this on ESPN and like you know my sister Mary who's like really into sports um, she's like, oh yeah, we're watching it, blah, blah, blah. I told my sister Susan, who's not into sports, but she loves a good documentary. She was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. So the other night <laughs> we were on a Zoom call with my family doing trivia. And like at the end, we're just like bullshitting. And I'm like, hey, dad. <laughs> Cause I'm like, my dad loves sports. He's like you, like he would watch everything. Yeah. I don't know if he watches as much anymore, but he would watch literally everything. I'm like, dad. <laughs> are you watching The Last Dance on ESPN? Like, I was like, oh my God, he's me so excited that I'm watching a sports thing and I'm going to have something to talk to him about, you know? He goes, 
No, because I hate the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which, don't remember that from growing uh, up. Like, I I didn't remember that, but apparently, like, Mary and Peter were all like, oh, yeah, dad fucking hates the bulls. Like, he, he well, hated him. Your dad hates a lot of teams. He does. He hates a lot of... Um, like winners, <laughs> yeah. He's well, like, no, he, I think he roots for. No, I mean, he's like a loyal, yeah. New York, New Jersey guy. Yes, he likes the Giants, the Yankees. He likes Rutgers, mm-hmm. and anyone who's either a rival of them or happens to be really good in the same league that they're in, he hates. Yeah, so he hates, like, hates Penn State. Yep. Um, has always hated Penn State before any scandal. <laughs> Fucking hates. Right, them. right. He's always hated Duke. Has always hated Duke. I remember that. He used to call him Puke of Duke. And he used to sing Puke, 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 Puke of Duke, Duke, Duke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Like anything, you know, obviously he's the Patriots, but like who does that? <clears throat> oh, except for Bill gets in trouble when he says he likes watching Tom Brady play. Well, he's not on the Patriots anymore. Well, I know um. that. So, <laughs> we probably talked about our own sports histories enough. Yes. <laughs> um, so, we, we watched two episodes of the documentary. Um, it, it's really well done so far. You know, they, like, they touch upon the 90s team and what was going on, and they jump back to Michael Jordan's childhood. They jump back to Scottie Pippen and how he came up. And I don't know. They're, they're building it up nicely. Yeah, I really like um, like so it. yeah, there's probably another two episodes for us to watch. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you certainly, if you were a Jordan slash bulls fan, you should watch this. If you're just a documentary fan in general, you should watch it. Actually, I think if you're not a sports fan and you're a documentary fan, I'm, I'm curious if you watch it to see what you think. I want to yeah. see if it's like, I mean, I mean, that's me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I like it. I'm going to keep watching it. Cause I'm certainly biased. Like every time. They show 90s clips of Michael Jordan. I'm just like, oh, man, he's yeah. so fucking cool. Um, it's just, he was, I think he was 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. He mm-hmm. wasn't like a huge guy. That sounds pretty tall to me, but. Well, for for NBA basketball, <laughs> to, to be considered one of the greatest of all time, or yeah. the greatest. And he played in the 80s and 90s where it was a, it was like a physical sport. Mm-hmm. Like, much more. Is it more, not that way anymore? No, 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 no. It's. Interesting. I mean, you know, people would get hurt. Like, if you tried yeah. to drive the way Michael Jordan drove and you weren't him and you got knocked over or whatever. Um, so they've made it a lot safer, which, you know, sure is for the best. Yeah. But, but then not you as have, exciting like, to watch. <laughs> not as, as exciting to watch. And then you compare, like, LeBron James, who is, I think he's 6'10 or 6'9. And he is, a, he's an absolute beast. And I mean that, like, in the most complimentary way. Like, he's mm-hmm. just a physical specimen. Yeah. Like, Michael Jordan wasn't that. He didn't have that to fall back on. He fell back on his competitiveness and his drive to get better. So which, what do you mean, like, comparing the two? Because I don't know. Like... I mean, if you're 6'5 versus 6'10... Oh, you're saying, this, like, he didn't have that height, like, that physical... Right, right. Okay, okay. He didn't have the height, and he wasn't, like, as big. Like, LeBron James is just, like, a big, yeah, thick dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. guy. He's yeah. muscular. So to be, like, 6'5 or 6'6 and a smaller framed guy and just like push yourself to dominate everyone every yeah. year. And I, Phil Jackson, great coach. He had Scottie Pippen, best number two man ever. Dennis Rodman, all these guys, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're seeing all of them in the documentary, but I mean, they all joke around like, Oh yeah, we had Jordan. Yeah. You yeah. know, like we're, yeah. we were going to win cause we had Jordan. Like 
it's just incredible to me. That is that is crazy to see. And it's tough because like football is the ultimate team sport. So like the best, absolute best players in football don't necessarily win as much because you have to have a team around them. Mm-hmm. Baseball, you can be individually great and it might not help your team because you're one of nine guys going up to bat. Yeah. In basketball, if you are that unbelievably good, you can win. Yeah. And so it's like easier to... <sighs> well, they were showing something like... They said something that he had, like, there was one game where he had 63 points or something in the yeah. game. It's like some NBA games, that's <laughs> like the final score. Well, a little bit higher than that, but yeah. But like 63 points? Yeah. Yeah. It's- and they they have a lot of fun stats like that. Like, oh, you know, in the playoffs, five people scored 50 points once and Michael Jordan did it like 10 times or something. Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was something something along those lines. Well, I wonder, and maybe they'll get into this more. I don't know. Maybe you could tell me, like, was he was he well liked or was he like was he like a ball hog? Like, I mean, because it seems like and at least the clips they're showing, it's like, does anyone else even touch the ball? <laughs> um, I, I think I think he was well respected, but he was known as like a no nonsense, like he'll get in your face. He'll talk shit to you kind yeah. of guy, which which a lot of players were well, right. both back then and probably now. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think he led the Bulls in like, I think he was second in assists and assists is when you pass it to somebody and they score. Right. So he was Scottie like, Scotty Pippen was the first. Scotty Pippen assists. was first, yeah. even though he was underpaid, which we saw in the second episode. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know any of that. <laughs> underpaid. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll never make what he made in my lifetime. Right. Right. He only had a contract for $10 million. Yeah. Um, all right, we probably talked about. Yeah, like, I know. We don't need to like. They can just watch the documentary, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to talk about uh, the last dance for this long. It's really good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, so, in summary, Netflix just keeps making shows. There's like 40 shows this month that we couldn't do. They also are bringing on a ton of international stuff. Maybe they have been doing this for a while, but I just noticed it. Yeah. Because I've, I've been doing more research for the podcast. So many international shows yeah. from like Scandinavia and Spain and India and all these countries. That's cool. Um, so we've watched a couple. Maybe we'll maybe we'll check out a few more. Money Heist is a Spanish language show on there that's really popular. But I mean, it's in like season five or something. But a, a lot of people like that. So I would like to check that one out at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just looked at May 2020 to figure out what we're going to do next for the podcast, and there's so many shows coming to Netflix. This so is just many. a Netflix podcast at yeah, this point. basically. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, because it's a service we pay for, um, so we can... Yeah, we pay $2 a month for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, sponsor us. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed us uh, droning on about Michael Jordan for <laughs> 25 minutes. Um, and we'll... Uh, <laughs> Everyone really likes my take on Michael Jordan. <laughs> was he well liked? <laughs> was he a nice guy? Um, <sighs> so, if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch that aren't on Netflix, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to this, and leave us a review and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watching television, watching television. 
chez moi 